Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Bald Guy podcast with your host, Jeff Brown, and our guest, Brian Eastman. This is Jeff Brown, better known as the Bald Guy around the country. Today, we're going to be talking about 401ks and IRAs and the like with Brian Eastman. Welcome, Brian. Hey, Jeff. How are you today? I'm in San Diego, man. You know my line. It's never bad. What are we going to talk about today? You know, uh, Saturday I was at a party at a very good friend of mine. And there was a lady there uh, over 59 and a half talking about how she's going to be working till she's 65 just because she loves her job. And I had cautioned her that uh, she may want to roll it over into a self-directed plan like an IRA because she was over 59 and a half and could probably do that. Let's just start with if you're 59 and a half or older, what can you do as far as getting the money out of the 401k at work into a self-directed IRA or some other entity like it? Sure. There's some limitations for people who are under age 59 and a half. And for the most part, funds are going to be trapped in a 401k. There's a few exceptions. We can circle back around and, and talk about that. But for somebody who's reached normal retirement age, 59 and a half, and is still working with an employer that sponsors a 401k, they get the best of both worlds. They can still contribute to that 401k and use it as a savings vehicle. But now that they've reached retirement age, they can start doing different things with it. They're not limited to the investments that that plan provides. So in most cases, they can just say, great, I'm, I'm going to take a rollover of some portion of my 401k. I'm going to put that in a self-directed plan of my own choosing where I have more choices for investments. I'm not limited to this, this handful of mutual funds. Well, that lady reminded me of my all-time favorite client couple who live about 10 minutes from where I live today, and they're retired, and they're, they've got a nice retirement. But when they came to me, they had been tomahawked by the NASDAQ crash in 2000 or so, and they had seen their balance, which at the time had been just below half a million, and in, in before they could get their broker to answer their phone, that balance had been reduced to not much over 300000 and. The old 401k turns to a 201k thing, huh? Ouch. Yes, thank you. I'm going to so steal that, Brian. That's a perfect way to describe it. They were devastated to the point where the husband wouldn't even come in to talk to me. The wife did it first. But this lady at the party uh, had quite a bit of money in her 401k at work. And I told her that she needs to go and talk to them and set up a rollover into an IRA. Would you talk about that and also... If she does the rollover, because she is older than 59 and a half, how do they treat that as it relates to a potential employer match to a lot of her distributions? Yeah. So the rollover itself is super simple. You know, any 401k, if you've, if you've left employment or, or whatnot, you can roll that over to an IRA of your choosing or more than one IRA. And, you know, a lot of people leave a company job and take that 401k and move it into an IRA with somebody like Fidelity or Vanguard. Well, with a self-directed IRA, it's the exact same process. There's just another IRA. It receives those funds. It's a very simple process of going to the current 401k administrator saying, hey, I'd like to take a rollover and send it to this other IRA I have. And the money gets moved and it typically takes a couple of weeks. And of course, it's a non-taxable plan-to-plan transfer. Very, very, very commonly done, very, very easy to do. And then once it's in a self-directed IRA, you have more choices and control over how you can invest. We've talked about those vehicles in other occasions, so we won't go into a lot of detail there. It is always beneficial to ask some questions of your plan administrator, because while the, the tax code has a certain framework, there's a little bit of room for interpretation 
uh, in how 401k plans are implemented and administered. And generally, there's a few restrictions that an employer or an employer's hired plan administrator will have in terms of frequency and amount of distributions uh, and a few other features. So it's always good to ask some questions. Firstly, am I eligible? And the answer, if you're over 59 and a half, should be yes. What portion of your funds are eligible for a rollover? In some cases, it might be all of the funds. In some cases, it might be just slightly less than, than all of the funds based on you know plan vesting of employer contributions and factors like that. But, but most of the funds should be accessible. And then sometimes there's restrictions on how frequently you can request a distribution for rollover. Might be once every six months, might be once a year. There's a very rare handful of cases, and certainly in, in most cases, not over 59 and a half, where I have seen plans designed that if you start taking distributions, your ability to make new contributions may be curtailed or the employer's willingness to do a match on your new contributions may be restricted. That's typically something that's going to affect somebody under age 59 and a half. But a question to ask, are there restrictions on my continuing participation in the plan if I elect to take a rollover? Again, the answer should be no, but, but, but a good question to ask. I can testify to how different different employers run their 401k programs. I have one client uh, who's a draftsman for a very large builder in Orange County, Southern California, and they're so good with their employees. They make each employee's 401k self-directed. Yeah. And there's a small handful of, of you know employee-focused and visionary employers that really open up what can be done with a 401k. The other side of the equation is most of these 401ks are designed and administrated by the very Wall Street firms that make their money managing the money. So it's in their best interest to trap the money in the plan. And that's that's what we see for the most part. Now, one of the things I tell people like this lady at the party is that we're in the 10th year of a five to seven year Wall Street cycle. So it's going to go down. The clock's ticking louder you know, every year. What do you think of the strategy when they're going to work for more years? They're over 59 and a half. They have a decent balance in their 401k at the job. They roll it over, but they keep contributing the higher amount that they're allowed to contribute to the work-related 401k. And then once or twice a year, as the plan allows, they roll it over into the new self-directed IRA. Yeah, that can be a a really smart strategy. And of course, what the self-directed IRA accomplishes is diversification, de-linking from the markets and and managing cycles better and whatnot. So having access to those types of strategies is critical. And yeah, absolutely. The ability to contribute to an employer plan is fantastic. There's free money on the table, especially if your employer matches. But even if they're not, you're getting a certain tax deduction. So it always makes sense to evaluate your contributions. Maybe you max out. Maybe you do something slightly less than maxing, but some amount that drops you a tax bracket. There's there's a lot of strategy that goes into managing your contributions. But just because you want to invest differently doesn't mean you shouldn't continue to take advantage of those tax benefits of the, the contributions. When you're over 59 and a half, and for whatever your reason is, you decide to just either take a lot or all of the money out of it to yourself in cash. Are you still subject to the penalty, not just the taxes, or is the penalty gone once you're 59 and a half? 59 and a half is when the penalties go away. You've reached, that's, that's per the tax code, that's retirement age. That's when all this money that you've been squirreling aside and growing in a tax-sheltered fashion now becomes accessible to you. So there's no penalty for taking a distribution to yourself. Now, 
you're going to be taxed at your regular income rate. So if you're still working and you're still making good income and you don't really need money from your retirement plan, well, you're better off leaving it in the retirement plan, whether it's the one with the employer or whether it's moving it into a self-directed plan and continuing to mushroom it with compounded growth inside that tax-sheltered structure. But you can certainly choose to take distributions. We might see folks, for example, who are have some personal savings or some other non-retirement funding source that's just short of a goal that's really going to be positive starting a new business or participating in investment like what, what you guys offer there at Bald Guy. And they say, hey, if I grab an extra 10 grand out of my retirement plan, that gets me over the hump and allows me to go do this new beneficial thing. Well, something like that can make a lot of sense for folks. That's what I say a lot to people is that once they're over 59 and a half, they have a tremendous new page of options on their menus. Now, before we go today, is there anything else that's occurred to you on this subject that you'd like to talk about? Well, I would just go back to, to the beginning. And once you hit 59 and a half, I think we've covered it. You have a lot more flexibility. It, it, it's to your benefit to study what your options are. And, and maybe there's some strategy moves you can make that'll, that'll you know, advance what you're doing. There are some people under age 59 and a half who are going to have access to some or all of the funds in their current employer 401k, and it makes sense to let those people know. So there, there would be two cases. One is where the employer plan is more flexible, like that one you mentioned with your, your draftsman associate, uh, and there's, there's features in there. The tax code allows for what's called an in-service distribution. Has to at age 59 and a half, it can at lower ages or based on other criteria, such as a minimum number of years of service. So somebody who's in a current 401k plan wants to see if they have options, they can talk to their plan administrator and they can just simply ask, does our plan allow for an in-service distribution? And if so, do I qualify? A good majority of the time, the answer is going to be no, but sometimes it's going to be yes. So it's a question worth asking. The other thing that a lot of people aren't aware of is most people don't work at one company for 30 years anymore. Some people do, my dad did, but that's not the, the common reality. So a lot of people will quit job A, start job B, and just roll the 401k from job A to job B. Now, it probably would have been better to, to move that out into an IRA where they have more control, but maybe they didn't do that. While you're working with an employer, those funds you've rolled in from a previous source aren't going to be locked up. You should have access to roll those over. So for people in that scenario, there may be funds in their current 401k that they can move around and have more control over. So those are the only other two things that I might throw into this topic. Excellent addition. I really appreciate you've knocked it out of the park as usual, Brian. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Always good to chat, Jeff. Listeners, thanks for attending. We wish you a happy week and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bald Guy Podcast with Jeff Brown and our guest, Brian Eastman.